I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. There is mixed reaction today from world markets to the latest European bailout, never mind that the recipient, Spain, doesn't want to call it a bailout. Over the weekend, Spanish Prime Minister Mariano Rajoy accepted $125 billion in loans to prop up Spain's teetering banks. He agreed to accept that amount. Now, at first, the markets reacted positively, but then investors got nervous about Spain's ability to repay its mounting debts. The world's Jerry Haddon has more from Barcelona. Prime Minister Rajoy was adamant in a press conference yesterday. The billions of dollars Spain stands to get from Brussels is not a bailout. It's a line of credit, he said, from Europe, with the objective of reestablishing the solvency of any banks that need it. That would be at least a third of Spain's banks, according to the government. Ganó la credibilidad del proyecto europeo. Ayer ganó... With this deal, the credibility of the European project won out, Rajoy went on. The future of the euro won, as well as the solidity of our financial system. But best of all, he said, the money comes with virtually no strings attached, unlike loans to save Greece, Portugal, and Ireland in recent years. In those countries, the International Monetary Fund, Europe's Central Bank, and the European Union, known as the Troika, directly intervened as part of the rescue. Today, however, European officials contradicted Rajoy's boast. The Troika will, in fact, keep close tabs on how Spain spends the money. All of this has left ordinary Spaniards feeling confused and angry. Spain's current crisis has complex origins, but banks play a big role. During a decade-long construction boom, they lent money willy-nilly, sometimes for projects that seem to make no sense, such as airports in the middle of nowhere. This morning, outside the Barcelona office of one bank set to be rescued, a 75-year-old retiree named Ángel Gil said he was furious that no one stopped them. Our banks lied to us for 10 years, he said, and I mean they really lied about the state of their finances. And the former government didn't check into it. Somebody should have raised the alarm. Gil said if the banks couldn't be trusted to make wise investments before, he doesn't trust them to pay back any European rescue loans now. We, the Spanish people, are going to end up footing the bill, he said, because ultimately the Spanish government is responsible for the loan if the banks can't handle it. By afternoon today, market analysts were echoing Gil's sentiments, and Spain's borrowing costs spiked again. As one analyst put it, the weekend bank rescue may have fixed an acute problem, but the chronic problems persist. While Spanish Prime Minister Rajoy was trumpeting his deal in Brussels yesterday, he said he understood what those chronic problems are. This year is going to be bad, he said. Our economy is forecast to shrink by 1.7 percent. Unemployment is going to go up. There's no sense denying it. Unemployment is already at 25 percent in Spain. As it rises, more families will likely default on their mortgages, which is fueling even more anger. Because in Spain, you can't just hand in the keys to your house, to your bank. The debt doesn't disappear, and your kids can inherit it. Last week in Madrid, about 30 families who've defaulted stormed a branch of a bank called Banquilla. Banquilla is the poster child of bad real estate investments. This protester said the banker should be tried and jailed. What Spain needs is a bailout for the people. What Spain most needs is to get its economy growing again and fast, says Kathleen Brooks. She's the director of research at the currency trading service Forex. 
If government coffers continue to dwindle, she says, no loan or bailout or whatever you want to call this latest deal will be big enough. It was very much a bailout for the banks, not a bailout for the unemployed. And that essentially could actually make the bank situation worse, or certainly the, the government situation worse, because, of course, you know, as the unemployment rate remains so high, they've got to use a greater proportion of public finances to pay things like unemployment benefits and welfare payments. The banks may be sorted for the moment, she says, but these big social problems will likely weigh on public finances further. For The World, I'm Jerry Haddon in Barcelona.